Are you tired of the cookie cutter approach to education that's stuck in the last century? Are you seeking a win-win situation where your family thrives, your kid's education is revolutionary, and you still get to chase your own dreams? Welcome to Unschooled Unleashed. Unlock your child's genius. I'm your host, Matthew Jarecki, an unapologetic rebel dad and promoter of what many consider to be educational anarchy. You know the world isn't going to be won by those that just toe the line. It's the innovators, the visionaries, and the resilient spirits that are going to thrive. Our mission here is to forge those world changers within our very homes with less stress, energy, and time. Unschooled, Unleashed starts now. Welcome back. This is part two of a two-part episode called The Unschooling Advantage. This is where we're covering all the benefits of unschooling that I could think of, and there's probably more than this, but this is the these are the ones that stuck out to me. So if you haven't listened to part one, please go back and listen to part one. You're going to miss a lot if you don't. As I sit back and listen to this episode again, it just strikes me again how many advantages there are to unschooling. And I was just thinking back about my own personal life and how, as an adult, this is really how I learned. This is really how, really the, the goals I try and achieve. All these different benefits are just things I try and naturally incorporate in my own life. And I think it's only, not just wise of me, but it's it seems like the right thing to do just to extend this to my children. Now, I, of course, always argue a 10 out of 10 parental involvement uh, when unschooling, but then get out of the way, you know, given the resources, the tools, all that stuff, and then get out of the way. And if, if you do that, you're going to really reap the benefits. So without further delay, let's jump into the next segment. Next is, which is the fourth benefit, is practical learning. And I, I know there's some practical learning in in traditional schooling, but because unschooling incorporates real real world experiences into the learning process, I believe students can often gain practical and applicable knowledge that goes beyond the textbook information. And let's be honest here, most of what school is, is textbook information or it's instruction. It's a lot less practical learning, unless it's in the form of a worksheet. I believe this is why they press for kids to read and write so early because they just don't have the ability to do, to teach every single kid. So they, so we got to go to the textbook and once you get the textbook and you can do worksheets, there you go. But honestly, what is the goal of education? Maybe teaching abstract concepts or practical application, or maybe maybe a blend of both. I believe unschooling is strong in both the abstract concepts, right? Just learning these concepts that you can't really do as much. For example, you might learn, uh, you know, theories of things, right? But it has a hard time, traditional schooling has a hard time with practical application because it really requires more time from the teacher. You really need to monitor, get feedback, right? And 
the, the school's answer to that is is worksheets, in my opinion, at least from what I can see. I could be convinced otherwise, but I think uh, unschooling is strong in both abstract concepts and practical application. And schools are weaker, weaker in the practical application aspect. Kids want to learn, they want to understand the world and how to manipulate it, just like adults to, do. And practical application is the way to be able to do that. When I say manipulate, I don't mean in a bad way. Manipulate just means influence something and then get a different result on the other end. If I were to say control, that would be different, but I'm talking about manipulating something and then getting a different output. And what, what I'm talking about like is being able to understand enough to create a vision and set out to do it, right? You might say, I'm going to create a new, um, a new computer mouse. I don't know, something. And you say, I'm going to set out, I'm going to understand it, then I'm going to have a vision, and then I'm actually going to do it. And I'm going to get the accomplishment on the other end when I finally do uh, accomplish that. Or maybe you want to build an app so I learn Swift in the meantime. But kids want to learn how learn about the world and then how to manipulate it. So I believe that's very, very practical and honestly very advantageous because we're creating little entrepreneurs in that sense, and I love that. But also, we're creating doers, even if they work for someone else. Um, honestly, learn and do is a, a great way to cement education in the brain. In fact, in the learning pyramid, we see that teaching others is the highest form of learning. And <laughs> they say you absorb more when you do that. So, you know, if you, you go to a lecture, you might get 5% of what's taught. And maybe you're reading it, you get 10%. This is all from the learning pyramid. Audiovisual, you might get 20, but teaching others, obtaining 90% of the information or retaining 90% of the information. Uh, it's really a great way, a great way to uh, learn. And, and I took that to heart because I, I understood this concept when I got into respiratory therapy. And I decided to become a teacher because I knew I'd have to learn everything. I'd get so many questions that I'd have to answer. And if I didn't know the answer, I would say I don't know, and then I would try and figure it out. It really is just a, a great way to learn. Uh, and it's, it's practical. Um, practical learning can make education feel more relevant and engaging for students as well. Have you ever heard anyone say, when am I ever going to use this? <laughs> How demotivating is that statement? I mean, that's literally their point when they say that, like, why do I need to learn this? Kids can't see the benefit of learning something, they will not learn it, just like adults. Not unless they're forced to out of fear of getting a bad grade or whatever else you might punish them with. And we wouldn't like a boss to do to have us do something with no apparent reason. Like if we're working for someone else and they're like, Hey, I want you to learn this. And you're like, Hey, I'm uh, I already got enough on my plate, but you want me to learn this. I don't see where I would even use this. And we would just learn it. Trust me. While I might actually trust my employer because I think I have worked for some really good people. I wouldn't be super motivated. 
And that trust would go away if you do that enough times. So I really think we need to make practical learning something that feels very tangible to the students that they can see uh, an actual result on the other end. I think that's very important. If they can't use it, then why teach it, right? If they can't use it in the real world, then why teach it? Help them learn how to teach themselves, and when the need arises, they will be able to learn quickly. For, and a great example of this in my head is calculus. Why on earth do we need to learn calculus in the general population? I don't know. I could sure say it's a huge benefit because I think that practical, not practical, the abstract knowledge that it gives us, we can actually understand the world around us better. And I think there's probably a huge benefit. But how much are we willing to risk to get everyone to learn calculus? If it ends up making me hate learning or hate math or it takes up so much of my energy, it takes away from other things, is it really worth it? Can we just say, if they can't use it, then why teach it? If they need to know it, teach them how to learn something on their own. And when the need arises, they'll be able to learn it quickly. This is actually what I did with calculus. I don't understand. I never took a calculus class. I took math all the way up until uh, pre-calculus. But I never needed to take a class in calculus. But I did need to understand the concepts for what I was trying to do as a respiratory therapist. And it was really just like the math-based stuff behind something that we run, which is called mechanical ventilation. It, it, and it's really all, you have to understand all the math behind it in order to be able to do it really effectively, in my opinion. So I started to learn principles of calculus, the abstract stuff of calculus, and it helped me be able to talk more intelligently about mechanical ventilation, and I could teach it more effectively. And it really was just a nice framework. But I didn't need to know it until then. And I taught myself. It's not, it's, it's possible. And that's one of the harder examples that I, that I can think of. If they want to be an engineer, they're going to learn the math and they're going to go back and learn how to do algebra or whatever it might be. Not that I don't think kids shouldn't be exposed to algebra. I think everyone should do algebra if you can get away with it, but not at the expense of hating learning. Uh, next, the fifth benefit of unschooling is creativity and innovation. I think every single podcast I talk about this. Without the constraints of a standardized curriculum, unschooled children have the freedom to think outside the box. Creativity and vision may be the one, maybe maybe one of the last truly unique human contributions we have to the world. With AI here that can connect the dots, and we just need to tell it what to do. We just need to be more creative and have a vision of the future. And one thing that AI's, uh, my understanding of AI, and I've been, I don't know, I've been following. I was in computer technology back in the late '90s. I've been following the developments of technology for quite a long time and thinking about AI for decades. Um, the way I understand it is AI currently, like your large language models, aren't good at creating something that has no precedent. Like it's not going to create a, um, a completely new way to make a vacuum cleaner unless all those concepts are already out there and it can connect the dots to make it. So true creativity where we invent something that's never been done before and never even been conceived of has to come from humans at this point. And then we have to tell the machines what to do. So I think creativity and a vision of that future is uniquely human. Uh, 
freedom to think think outside the box often fosters creativity, critical thinking, and innovative problem-solving skills. AI still needs to be told what to do. I already referenced this. And, and, and when everything goes wrong, guess who comes to problem-solve? It's humans, at least at this point. I can't think of better qualities I want to instill in my ch- children's education. It's amazing to me that we look at schools and they foster conformity, fear-based thinking, or followers, and... Uh, just following instructions. Those are not the skills I want to instill. Instead of conformity, I want individuality and creativity and innovation. Instead of fear-based thinking or followers, I, I, I want I want that individuality. And then following instructions, no way. I want problem solvers. I want them to build those problem-solving skills. So much more advantageous, <laughs> in my opinion. Next is the holistic development of our children. That's the next benefit. This is the sixth benefit that I identified. Unschooling looks at education as more than just academic achievement. Schools, in my opinion, have been heading in the wrong direction for decades. They're focusing on less practical things, things that like life skills, for example, financial literacy, physical education, home, home economics, uh, they're getting rid of that stuff and instead adding STEM, which is great. They're adding STEM, but they're forcing everyone to follow this stuff. And, and honestly, if we're going to go over and put every single person in our entire country through a mandatory education, don't you think life skills should be on that list? I mean, it's incredible. How, like it's not, we're not developing the entire adult you know, future adult, I should say. It's not holistic. It's this big focus on STEM, which I think is absolutely fantastic. But we're, we're doing it at the expense of other things. And I, and I just, I personally don't believe that's, that's better. Unschooling can promote the development of the whole child, including their emotional intelligence, social skills, which is a surprise to some of some people, physical abilities, moral values, and all their varied interests. Parents can guide their children, uh, taking the day as it comes and just guiding them with the lessons that are taught in that day that are needed, right? We could just go with the flow. And doesn't that seem more natural? Isn't that the way we've always done it until we went over and said, I'm going to outsource my education to someone else, which I'm not opposed to, but it's, 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 I would hope that that person would take the the lesson as it comes each day. Again, it can be more than just parents. It can be other parents, religious institutions, other family members, friends, other people you assign and say, oh, they're really good at this and I just want them to spend time observing. It can be anyone. I think it's very important to learn the lesson when it appears. And when a school, and this is in contrast to a school, when a school curriculum does not allow for this, the school forces those less, forces their own lessons to be learned at the expense of learning the lesson that was presented at hand. When you have a problem in front of you, gosh, I, I wish I could impress this enough because I, I see it in my kids and I go, wow, that was very important to cover. When there's a lesson in front of you, you have a teachable moment. And if you are able to jump in in those teachable moments when their ears are wide open, it doesn't matter how much talking about this 
in the future you're going to do. If their ears are closed, you're not going to get it. Don't miss those moments. And I believe that a school curriculum does not allow for this. When my kid's looking up in the sky and asking about planes and how they fly, I want to jump into some physics and teaching them how the world works. And then we can even pull out some equations and see like, this is how it's manipulated. And what we had to do was go over and get this force to equal that force at the very least for it to take flight and da 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 And we start really getting this understanding of the world. And it's not just math. Like I said, it's holistic development. It could be emotional lessons where we're, we're learning how to deal with difficult people or we had a really bad encounter with the cashier because they're having a bad day and maybe giving grace and all these little opportunities, I think, is the way we learn as humans. It's not sitting down in instruction, uh, although that's one way to do it. It's just not the only way. Holistic development is a huge benefit of unschooling. And lastly, family bonding is is the last benefit. And, you know, I totally believe that you can have this benefit without unschooling, but you just have a lot more opportunity for family bonding when you're unschooling because unschooling can often involves the whole family in the learning process, which I believe leads to increased family bonding and and mutual respect. If you do it right, we all learn to work together and support each other. That's kind of what drives that mutual respect. I respect my children and what they're choosing to do and they respect me and what I'm choosing to do. And if we're raising adults like adults in the making you gotta go over and give them the framework to be able to do that so treat them like little adults in that sense meaning give them some respect like you would want to be respected when kids are working on something important i treat it as important because i want it i think it's very important parents and siblings can learn alongside the child fostering a close-knit learning community as well and this can promote the family bonding too because we're my, we, we what we want to do is learning about something can be fun together and the world is full of new things to learn and if we stay curious we model it as adults and what do we want from our children well, we want them to stay curious we want them to continue to build their creativity and, and be innovators and leaders and visionaries and all that stuff amongst many other things this isn't the only things we want but staying curious is so helpful in the world. And if we really believe that, then we should be doing it ourselves. And if we can walk along alongside them and show them how it's done, I think it's all, all the better. And honestly, guys, it's going to make your life way more interesting. Be a lifelong learner. Walk alongside and see the curious things. Point it out. Get them talking. And you're actually going to find that you're going to form bonds with your children. And maybe even find some things that you enjoy together that you can just dive in together. And this could be anything guys it could be anything from i'm learning about planes like my previous example and then we start talking about the physics of planes and how they do this and that maybe we get into helicopters and then we want to go over and fly in helicopters and we go out on a helicopter trip and then you know we we build those memories but it could also be learning something a little more what what, what we might call it frivolous along those lines something like and this is what me and my son did the other day is we pulled out the Sega Genesis and we put in Sonic 2 and we were going to get all the Chaos Emerald rings to become supersonic and we went on a mission 
to go over and beat the game. <laughs> and the, what what I did with that and the, the 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 lesson in there and the family bonding that happened was one the lesson was hey team up let's 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 team up and go out and do something let's let's make it an adventure and it was a it was a simulated adventure it was a video game but still an adventure nonetheless and we're like on the same team and we're doing it together and we're helping each other out and we're learning teamwork and all this fun stuff and it's exciting and we're rooting for each other and then also along the way it's high fives we're bonding over this we're having a lot of fun high fives and oh man, you just missed it. And then talking about strategy with it and maybe over here, I think I remember this and just giving them that respect and treating them like an equal in that way in that fun space can be so transformative. And my son that I did this with was nine years old. So hugely beneficial. So uh, in recap, the this episode was about the benefits of unschooling and I, I listed out seven. So it was stress reduction, self-directed learning, individualized education, practical learning, creativity and innovation, holistic development, and family bonding. And with that, I'll end the episode and I'll see you in the next one. Wow, another fantastic episode. And I'm really excited that you're all joining me on this. Uh, Hopefully you learned something practical within this episode. I really hope that you're taking something home that you can apply within your child's life that will help improve their educational journey. And even if you don't subscribe to the unschooling philosophy in full, I think there's still plenty of things you can take home and apply right now. Uh, and And now you have some good reasons to do so since we just got done talking about all the different benefits. I really do believe that this is the most effective way with the least amount of stress to allow children to learn. So if you're looking for a way to educate your kids where you're not stressed out, they're not stressed out, that's super effective, and you know you really just wanted to live life together and explore, be curious, I think unschooling is a fantastic way to go. And great news is we live in a country, at least in the United States, We live in a country where we can do this completely freely without any obstruction. We might have to jump through a couple hoops depending on the state, but great news is we can do this and the future is bright as far as that's concerned. Speaking of listeners, we have listeners from all over the world. In fact, we're we're stretching right now, we're on three different, four different continents. We're in Morocco, Belgium, France, Singapore, even Germany, where homeschooling is completely illegal. We have listeners there, and I think this is fantastic. Uh, We have a lot of listeners in the United States, and there's a lot of homeschooling going on in the United States, which I think is fantastic. We got New York, New Jersey, Minnesota, Montana, Virginia, a lot in Ohio. That's where I'm at right now. So thank you, everyone, who has subscribed, who continues to show up and listen week after week. I really appreciate you. I, I, I hope to just be able to touch one individual, one family, and really change the trajectory of, of that family. 
And if I do that, I'm calling it success. My goal is to put out a bunch of free information that you can really just kind of sit and absorb and give some, you something to think about. And, you know, I'm pretty new at this. So thank you for being patient with me as I stumble over my words and say um a lot and all that fun stuff. I, I really appreciate your patience. My goal is to continue to improve this podcast. We're growing exponentially, uh, which isn't saying much since we started out with zero listeners, but still we're growing exponentially. <laughs> and I just want to recognize all of you for showing up week after week. Please reach out to me if there's anything I can do for you. I do like interaction and, uh, man, we got a great episode coming up next week where we're going to discuss teachers. Are teachers the problem? Boy, oh boy, that'll be a, a hot topic, especially in 2023. So stay tuned for that. We'll be recording that soon and it's going to be a fun one. So we'll see you next week. Thank you for listening. So here's where we roll up our sleeves and bring out the big guns. If you support our mission, then please leave a review. On Unschooled Unleashed, we are talking about using a radical approach to education in today's world. And the more five-star reviews we have, the more people will feel comfortable with the ideas, strategies, and principles we discuss. It gives legitimacy to our message and the podcast's algorithm prioritizes us so we can reach more people. You may even have your five-star review read on our podcast. Before I let you go, I have to pause and say this from the bottom of my heart. Thank you. Your presence here is the fuel that ignites this movement. I am incredibly moved that you trust in us enough to click play. You, my friends, are the caped heroes in this story, the guardians of your family's learning journey, and a beacon of hope for your community. Be bold. Do what you think is best for you and your family. Thanks again for tuning in and taking this courageously outside of the box for this educational revolution. Welcome to the front line.